Hey guys, it's Peter Fry and welcome to the Living with Hope podcast, a daily devotional where we dig into God's word and explore what it means to live with hope in Jesus. Today is Ash Wednesday, which marks the beginning of the season of Lent. I mentioned yesterday on the podcast that all of us come from different church backgrounds or traditions, and the season of Lent may be unfamiliar to you, or maybe you've practiced it all your life, but you're like, I'm not quite sure why we do the things that we do. I recommended a resource called The Good of Giving Up, a book on discovering the freedom of Lent. And at the heart of the season of Lent is simply a a season of the church calendar in which we set aside to reorient ourselves, our hearts, our minds, our souls to the gospel, to the truths of grace and forgiveness of our mortality and our need for God's grace. And so I wanted to start the podcast today by reading a quick excerpt from this book, uh, The Good of Giving Up, on the meaning of Ash Wednesday. It says this, the season begins with the Ash Wednesday service, which is designed to reorient us to reality. The minister smears ashes in the shape of a cross on the forehead of every man, woman, and child and says, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. To reinforce the point further, it's customary to receive these ashes while kneeling. We are not invincible. We are not self-sufficient. And we are not at the center of the universe, not even close. And as the ashes are pressed onto our foreheads, we remember that apart from grace, we are but dust. Here's a sample reading from the Ash Wednesday service as prescribed by the Book of Common Prayer. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field, for the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. That's from Psalm 103. On one level, our days are numbered, and we will surrender everything we have spent a lifetime accumulating, our careers, possessions, freedoms, closest relationships, and our body. The ashes of Lent won't let us forget this. On another level, however, our lives are hidden with Christ in God. God knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. By God's mercy, we have a great future in his kingdom long after our bodies fail us. God has everything. God is everything. And in Christ, we are forever united with God. This hope is symbolized by the fact that the ashes take the shape of the cross. The Anglican prayer for Ash Wednesday captures wonderfully this tension. Almighty God, you have created us out of dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and penitence, that we may remember that it is only by your gracious gift that we are given everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I hope that this can be an encouragement to you as we start this season of Lent, that 
we are not God. And often we need seasons of the church calendar to remind us of that truth, to reorient us to our need for grace. And as we continue in 2 Corinthians today, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, Paul, throughout chapter 3, has been describing that his sufficiency, his confidence, comes not from himself, but from Christ. And there is this confidence that comes from a dependence upon God. And I think that that so appropriately captures the heart of Ash Wednesday. Because it is out of our mortality and our sinfulness that we fall upon our knees in need of grace. And we remember our mortality, that we are here today and gone tomorrow. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. Essentially, Paul points us to the source of his ministry being the mercy of God, that out of God's mercy and his love for us, he extended his hand of grace. And that by his grace, we are invited to participate in what he is doing of making things new. And and as we become participants in this, he says that the source of my ministry gives me confidence. And so the means of my ministry becomes uh, my confidence in God and not myself. And and that is... um, so encouraging to us today on this Ash Wednesday that our confidence, our uh, hope, how we do not lose heart in this world is coming back to the place of dependence upon God. Paul says, I didn't rely on my own strength in persuading people or motivating people or moving people, but I relied on the power, the transforming power of God's word. That as it says in uh, the verses that came before in chapter three, that as we behold the glory of Jesus, we are transformed. And so the transformation that happens in someone's life isn't a result of them beholding our uh, great speech or our great podcast or our uh, great message, but it comes from them beholding the glory of Jesus. And that is what the season is all about. I hope that it can be a season where we pause and behold, and in doing so, we don't lose heart. We remember that it's because of the mercy of God that we are where we are, and it's out of the mercy of God that we have a, a motivation. It's, it's our dependence is upon the power of God's word. And so I hope this can be a season where we uh, dig into God's word and behold the glorious face of Jesus and that in doing so, we might be changed, transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another.